0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 31. I am your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. So The Fifth Seal is a podcast I've been doing longer than any of the other stuff that I do on the Evangelical Norm channel here on YouTube and The Fifth Seal page on Facebook. It started out about 10 years ago as Persecuted Church Awareness Month. I was challenged basically in a discussion Uh, about persecution that I couldn't come up with a different story of Christian persecution around the world every day for a month without repeating a story so I started doing that then I started counting down the countries on the world watch list from number 30 to number one throughout the month of November designated November as persecuted church awareness month Uh, personally I, I don't know who the official person is to go to to make that happen but So be it. It, It's done. That's what we do. Uh, Later on, a couple of years ago, I expanded that out to not just the month of November, but counting down the top 50 countries on the World Watch List. And starting in January, doing twice a month from 50 to 31, which is where we're at now. And then, again, through the month of November, every day from the 1st to the 30th, we count down the top 30 countries on the World Watch List. It is a countdown. That is why the episode numbers go backwards. Last week was episode 32, this week is episode 31, next week will be episode 30, and so are, yeah, next week we will be in the month of November and we will be counting down every day throughout the month from 30 to number one, the top countries on uh, Open Doors USA's world watch list so there's a little bit of background on this podcast why i do it we pray in this podcast it's the only podcast where my intention is to bring voices together to pray together for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted around the world simply because of their faith in christ so all that being said it is uh wednesday um october 27th and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This is from persecution.org. If I can get to the top of the article here. Egyptian Coptic Christians disappear in Libya. International Christian Concern has learned that since September thirtieth, twenty 2021, at least 17 Coptic Christians have gone missing in Libya, where they were living in an Egyptian neighborhood in Tripoli. It is unknown who took them and why. Some friends and family believe they were detained by the authorities, while others believe they were taken by an armed group. Regardless, they hold a common fear that these individuals were targeted because of their Christian faith, and that they may face a deadly fate reminiscent of the 2015 beheadings of 21 Coptic Christians in Libya by ISIS. An Egyptian lawyer whose friend is missing shared, quote, even now there is no confirmed news. My friend Ahmad Nasser and the other Copts traveled to Libya three months ago. They headed to the United Arab Emirates and then to Libya because there are no direct airlines to Libya. The Copts had visas for Libya, labor visas, but they failed to get to to the work opportunity and the cost of renewing the visas are high. So the police of Libya detained them from September 30th until now. The cops were staying at the Gargash district in Tripoli. In this residency, they were surrounded by so many persons of other countries like India and Bangladesh. So the action of detaining 17 cops only is such a mysterious action. We are fearing of repeating an incident like the one who did by ISIS. We are contacting the Egyptian foreign ministry to intervene in the situation, unquote. The brother of one of the missing cops said, quote, it is unknown if they were detained by the Libyan authorities or were kidnapped by unknown parties. They lived in the Gargish neighborhood in which dozens of Egyptians live. We learn from one of the residents that a number of Egyptians were kidnapped in this neighborhood without knowing their fate, unquote. According to local press, the names of the missing are Imad Nasser, Asim Abo Gobrial, George Nasser Rayad, Maris Malak Matthias, Wail Samir Shaki, Hani Zaki Shakir Allah, Haitham nazir Malak, Hyersh, say that. Nazi Malak, Tibet Gad Hana, Bakit Malak Matthias, Adli Asad Ataya, Mikhail Nasir Malak, Roman Masoud Fahim, Karim Abu el Imad Nasser Qaldi, Daniel Saber-Lemay, and Ezekiel Saber-Lemay. October twentieth marks the 10-year anniversary of the death of Libya's former strongman, Muhammad Gaddafi. A decade of instability and violence has left Libya a country shattered by competing armed groups, terrorist militias, as well as competing governments. Nevertheless, before the rise of ISIS in 2014, Libya was a common destination for Egypt's Coptic Christian community. Egypt's Christian community was faced with a choice, experience marginalizations that left Christians deeply impoverished inside their home country or seek work opportunities in Libya at great personal risk. The 2015 beheading of Coptic Christians in Libya stopped many from traveling there for work but Egypt's continued marginalization of Christians continues to force them to consider alternatives, including high-risk countries such as Libya. Claire Evans, ICC's regional manager for the Middle East, said, This is a frightening time for Egyptian Christians, regardless of whether their family or friends are among those missing. The memory of ISIS marching Coptic Christians down a Libyan beach to their death runs deep. It was an event that was traumatic for all of Egypt's Christians, an event that held serious implications for everyone. We urge the relevant authorities to do everything possible to investigate the cause of this latest disappearance, to bring these men home alive and their perpetrators to justice, unquote. So, again, what we run into here is, while there's no absolute knowledge of who took these men, uh... The one thread that connects all these men is that they are Coptic Christians, that they are Christians and they're they're missing in Libya, whether it's the government, which could be a a, uh, persecuting force against Christians in Libya. Again, as it says, Libya is as unstable as as I mean, probably the only the closest country in that area in instability would be Afghanistan. But they have an unstable government. There are tons of militant groups that, or fundamentalist Islamic groups that are in those areas that are hostile to Christians and governments that are hostile to Christians. So whether these men were, were uh, detained by the authorities and have yet to be released or if they've been kidnapped by some fundamentalist, fundamentalist Islamic group, um, there is uh, the fear like they've said, uh, the same situation of the 21 Egyptians who were beheaded in 2015 that you see in in the introduction to this video. So pray for our brothers who have been kidnapped or detained or whatever it is. Again, we know that the the, um, connection between them all is that they are all Christians. So And the fact that none of the other people in the area, in this village, have been detained in the same way or have disappeared in the same way, it is very, very likely that they have been uh, targeted because of their Christianity. And that brings us to this week's World Watch list. We are looking at uh, Bangladesh this week. Uh, number, uh, country number 31. So a few facts about Bangladesh. Their persecution score is 67. The region is Asia. The persecution type is Islamic oppression. The main religion is Islam. The persecution level is very high. The population of Bangladesh is 169,775,000, of which about 903,000 are Christians. So Less than 1% of the population there is, uh, is Christian. The government is a parliamentary republic, and the leader is Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina. So what does persecution look like in the country of Bangladesh? What is life like for Christians in this country? Christians in Bangladesh face the greatest pressure in their general community and private life. Bangladeshi society is growing increasingly Islamic, with the government doing more to appease concerns from Muslim extremists To appease concerns from Muslim extremists. Islamic extremists in the country pressure all groups of Christians, evangelistic churches, many of them Pentecostal, that work among the Muslim majority face the most persecution, but even historical churches like the Roman Catholic Church are increasingly faced with attacks and death threats. Converts from a Muslim, Hindu, Buddhist, or an ethnic tribal background suffer the most severe restrictions, discrimination, and attacks in Bangladesh. They often gather in small house churches or secret groups due to fear of attack. Tribal Christians, like those from the Santal People Group, face an increasingly double vulnerability, belonging to both an ethnic and religious minority and struggle with land-grabbing issues and violence directed against them. Christians among the Muslim-majority Rohingya people who fled to Bangladesh from Myanmar face harassment and strong pressure from their community as well. In the reporting period, they were the target of a violent attack by extremist Muslim groups in the camps. What has changed in Bangladesh? At number 31 on the 2020 World Watch list, Bangladesh has risen by two spots, primarily because of slight increases in many areas of persecution. In many aspects of daily life, pressure has tightened for Bangladeshi Christians, and they experience discrimination and persecution. There have been violent attacks against Christians in 2020 as well. In the spring, there was a violent incident against the tiny Christian community among the whole Rohingya refugee community that fled Myanmar for Bangladesh there has also been better reporting particularly in rural areas which show how much pressure in church life has increased finally in many anecdotal situations Christians were left out of COVID-19 government relief often facing starvation or severe health issues. Who's most vulnerable to persecution in Bangladesh? Bangladesh's northern region, with the Chittagong Hill Tracts District and its many ethnic minorities, is an overlooked spot for persecution against Christians at the hands of both the Muslim majority and the Buddhist minority. In the last three years, another hotspot developed when Bangladesh became host to more than 700,000 Rohingya refugees from neighboring Myanmar. Bangladesh's struggles... Bangladesh struggles to take care of them, even with the help of the international community. The longer the refugees must stay in camps, the higher the risk is that some will be prone to Islamic radicalization. Affecting Bangladesh as well, since efforts to return home have constantly stalled, this is a real risk. The camps also shelter a tiny minority of Rohingya Christians, mostly converts from Islam, who are facing increasing pressure pressure without options to leave. So ways we can pray for Bangladesh pray for trainings for Christians from different tribes and cultures that they would be equipped to take back what they have learned to strengthen their communities. Pray for Christians who were discriminated against in government aid district distributions during COVID-19 and cyclone cyclone relief. Often poor day laborers faced a loss of income and starvation. Pray they would be able to recover both physically and emotionally and pray for the small group of Rohingya Christians that, They seek to follow Jesus in the refugee camps in Bangladesh. Pray that they will be kept safe and will be able to walk with Jesus no matter what. Let's pray. Father, thank you again that we have this time to come together to join our voices, uh, to lift our voices uh, corporately to you for our brothers and sisters uh, who are persecuted because of their faith in you, Lord. Uh, Father, we thank you for the social uh, media that we enjoy here on On YouTube and throughout the internet that we can come together not only across vast spaces Lord but even across time as people will watch this later sometimes days later and still continue to join their voices with ours as we pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted for their faith Lord we lift up these men in Libya these these Christian men who have been whether it's been detained by the government or kidnapped by Islamic fundamentalists Lord We pray that one, you would protect their lives, father, that you would uh, keep their faith strong, that you would uh, bring encouragement to each one of them, Lord, and that you would use them in, uh, in such a way as to minister to those who have either detained them or kidnapped them. Lord, we pray that you would, um, again, keep their faith strong in you, give them opportunity to share your gospel, even with those who are, are those, those who have, uh, taken them captive or detained them and that you would be glorified in their preaching of your word lord we pray for our brothers and sisters in bangladesh we pray that as these groups that are are giving trainings to these christians that are discipling them that they would be able to learn from from the international community and be able to take those things that they've learned from your word and take them back to their brothers and sisters in their villages lord that you would just step up the the amount of worship that they're able to do, protect them as they they gather together to worship you. I pray that you would um, strengthen the the wisdom of those who would be pastors as they exegete your word and bring messages and uh, sermons from your words to those people that uh, discipleship would happen, that people would grow more and more mature in their faith. Lord, we pray for the Christians who are discriminated against in government distributions for not only COVID-19, but different cyclone relief efforts. Father, we pray that those who are poor in those areas would be provided for, whether it's uh, through you turning the hearts of the government or through other provisions of the international Christian community, but that they would be able to recover uh, physically from their ailments. Um, emotionally and financially through this time lord and we pray for the rohingya christian refugees as they have come from Myanmar into this area we pray that as they seek to follow you lord as they seek to worship you in the refugee camps that you would keep them safe um, that you would protect them from uh, islamic, islamic fundamentalists and buddhist fundamentalists who would come to cause harm to these people lord Again, that you would use their witness, their their preaching of your gospel, their witness of your word uh, as, a, uh, as a light, as a beacon for you to draw even those who would persecute them to repentance and faith in you, Lord, and that you would be glorified in all of that. And Father, again, we thank you so much for this time we have to uh, corporately pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted simply because of their faith in you. Lord, we pray as uh, we come into this Persecuted Church Awareness Month, that you would again be glorified in the daily uh, awareness of the persecution that our brothers and sisters go through, the countries that they are, are the worst for Christians to live in, and that you would use all of that to draw people to salvation, repentance, and faith in you. And it's in your name that we pray, Jesus, and for your glory. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys again for taking the time to pray with us and be part of this. If you know anybody who would be willing throughout the month of November to join us day after day to take about 15 Uh, to 20 minutes this is a little longer than normal usually i try to keep it at about 15 minutes but who would be willing to come and take that time out of their day to pray with us you can get the podcast here on uh, facebook at the fifth seal you can get it on the youtube channel the evangelical norm or you can download it wherever you download your audio podcasts spotify amazon iTunes, Google, any of those places you can get it. If you don't have time to sit, watch a 15-minute video, you can at least listen um, and have that in your ears while you're doing your daily routines and pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. So invite those people to join us. Uh, Continue to join us. If you haven't already, hit subscribe, hit like, share, so more and more people will have access to these videos on YouTube uh, and be able to join us as we pray for our brothers and sisters. And as always, Preach the gospel at all times. Use words, because they're necessary. And until uh, the, fir- the 1st of November, uh, Soli Deo Gloria.